Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. I guess you all know this little fella here. It's an old partnership. Mickey and I started out the first time many, many years ago. We've had a lot of our dreams come true. Now we want you to share with us our latest and greatest dream. That's it, right here. Disneyland, seen from about 2,000 feet in the air and 10 months away. Hey everybody, welcome to Unlocking the Magic, episode number 153. We have so much to share. We just got back from our recent trip to Disneyland. And D23. And D23 and California Adventure. We did it all. We did it all. <laughs> we did it all this time, but we were there for quite a bit. Yeah, longer it, was a long, than- it was a longer trip than last time. So today we are going to sort of do our Disneyland recap. Excellent, because over the weekend, if you missed episode number 152, we talked about our D23 experience. We did. And on our live show last night, if you if you missed that, you should go check that out over on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash unlocking the magic. We talked a lot about our D23 trip and our experience and what we liked and uh, didn't like about the D23. We have to do almost like a D23 follow-up to be continued because on a Monday show, we really only got a small chance to talk about all the news and updates. I'm sure you guys have heard all the news and updates, but... Some people actually have messaged me saying that they're waiting to hear exclusively from us. What? Yeah. Can you believe it? I feel so honored. Um, But yeah, I mean, we couldn't really do too much of it. We were, what, on Facebook for now? What we started as a 30-minute sort of hangout on Facebook is ending up being an hour show every week. Yeah, it's fun. I like it. Yeah. You can tell when I'm having a bad week when it's it's ending at the 30-minute mark. (laughs) <laughs> that's when you're having a bad week. That's when I'm having a bad week, but it's I don't think that's really happened many times. Not too many. So, what did you overall? Let's do this. Let's do an overall. So hold on a second. So, oh. were you saying we were going to do another follow up live show this week? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm, bas- I'm basically saying that we have to do a follow up because we only went through I think two or three official announcements and kind of shared our, our thoughts about. So maybe this. Friday or Saturday we'll do another one. Okay. All right, and if you want. We do record our podcast live for the weekend show in our Patreon group. We have a private Facebook group. If you want to do that, uh, you can go to Patreon. Just search Unlocking the Magic. It's five bucks, and you get to come in and hear us. We do a pre-show. We record the show with the bloopers and everything, and then we go. It's kind of a little of everything. A little of everything behind the scenes. Yeah, there's a little bit of everything, so it's It's, fun. It is fun. It's a great group going on over there, and we really appreciate all of you that have joined. And those of you who haven't joined, come check us out. All right, let's get on with the show. I'm excited for this episode, I think. Are you? I I am. I feel like we're not going to be able to get through. I feel like it's going to be a two-parter episode because I feel like there's so much to talk about. Things that we didn't get to try that we finally did get to try on this trip to Disneyland. We got to finally see certain attractions that did not have a Halloween overlay, which I was really excited to see. I was really excited. I think that everybody who... Not everybody, but the people who go to Disney World often, and it doesn't have to be every year or a couple times a year. It could be once every couple of years. If you've gone a bunch of times, you should definitely take a visit to Disneyland. It's definitely a must-do. It's I, not that much more expensive than going to Disney World. It is. It's much smaller. 
It is. It's much smaller than Walt Disney World. And I do think if it were me and I was, I think if I could go back, I think I would stay on property and just kind of be more immersed in that Disneyland bubble. Because if you stay off, it's a little different than even with Walt Disney World. I feel like Walt Disney World, it is so big. If you stay off property, it's not quite the same. But at least while you're in the world, it's so massive. Right. That you do feel like you've traveled to another place. But in Disneyland, as soon as you walk out the gate, it's you're kind of in the city of Anaheim, which is nice. It's a nice city, but it just, the magic kind of disappears. So I think if I were to go again, I would have to probably stay at the Disneyland Hotel. And you don't have to stay for a whole week. That's true. You, you go for three or four days and go to Disneyland once or twice and California Adventure once, and that's a good trip, and you don't have to spend a whole week there. And the weather is usually always fantastic. Yeah, the weather is usually pretty good. So I agree with you. 100%. It's something that I think is on a lot of people's must-do bucket list. You should definitely try to check it out and price it out. And it was on our bucket list for a long time. We went in October uh, to each park once, and then now we got a chance to go back and really really go back and, I don't want to say fix the things we messed up on, but <laughs> go back and experience the things. Because if you go once, it's hard to go to a park once like Disney, even Disneyland where it's smaller. It's hard to go there and actually be able to do everything. Yes. Without rushing. Right. And actually remember what you did. The one thing I am I was still kind of bummed about was when we arrived, I was really hoping we could ride the Disneyland Railroad, but that was still closed for refurbishment and actually is opening this weekend. Friends of ours are going to ride for the first time. I, that was the one thing I was really bummed about because I know how Walt Disney loved trains and I kind of wanted to recreate that moment when Disneyland opened and see him on the train kind of thing. That's the only thing I was bummed about. But it was almost that. a tease because they were testing it out as we were there. So yes. You could kind of see the railroad going by and you yep. see cast members on it. You're like, oh, the railroad's open. But yes. it wasn't. It wasn't. The same with Mark Twain Riverboat. That was closed for refurbishment. But teasers, that's got to be opening soon because it was it was kind of moving along. A lot of people kept going up to it thinking that it was open. I think I was one of them. Yeah. Sailing ship Columbia, which is that pirate ship, and we can talk about that in a minute, but that is also closed for refurbishment. And the other one was that we didn't get to do last trip, and it's still being refurbished, is Davy Crockett's Explorer Canoes, which looked so cool. Apparently, uh, one of the cast members told me that they did a new dock, and they just kind of enhanced the area over there. But I really need to go see reasons to go back. I mean, there's always reasons to go back to Disneyland. <laughs> of course. But I'm just saying that even we've been twice now and there's still more that we... Well, we've... technically, we've been three times. Because That's true. we did go twice on this last trip. That's true. So we still didn't get to see it all, but we had a great time. Agreed. All right. What... You almost said so, didn't you? I did. I caught myself. <laughs> what was your most... What were you anticipating on doing? The thing that I wanted to do the most was go to see the attractions... Without the overlays. Space so, Mountain, Haunted mm-hmm. Mansion. Uh, those were a couple of ones that we, when we went last time in October, they had the Halloween overlays. And the whole park in general had a Halloween overlay. So, Which was cool. Yeah, but, it was cool yeah. to see. And it's awesome. They do a great job for Halloween. It's super well decorated. The, the theming is great. I just wanted to see it in its natural state. Not Christmas, not Halloween. I hear Not yeah. anything like that. Just yep. how it usually is for the people who live in California. Yeah, I totally agree. So that was what I was most excited about. And that's what we actually got to do. Yes. 
So the thing that I went right on to Haunted Mansion. I think that was like, we got there at the park. I took the, our youngest daughter. And <laughs> I was like, I'm going on Haunted Mansion you right away. You did fly over there. I, as usual, take my time. We kind of separated at this point because I totally understood our little one was just screaming. She could not contain her excitement to go over to the Haunted Mansion and just go do the attraction. So I kind of let you guys go off. And me and the older girls kind of took our time down Main Street. And I got to see all the windows. And I think... That's the key to Walt Disney World. Disneyland and Walt Disney World is different. And I think the key for Disneyland is you've got to get there early. It's almost the opposite of what we always talk about. It is. So with Walt Disney World, although getting there early is pretty cool because you can take a lot of photos and you can definitely... You can do both. At Disney World, you could get there early if you'd like. If you're an early bird and you want to get there early and you get to go on attractions. Or you could stay longer and it thins out. The difference with Disneyland is that if you get there early... That's your prime time ability to get on the attractions you want to get on without that much of a wait. And for me, it's not even that. It's just being in the – being able to see everything without a massive crowd around you because it is so much smaller than Walt Disney World. So as the time goes by, it starts filling up and filling up and then you can't get those moments that well, there's I no love. pictures you can take without 400 people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what the difference is – too is that like you said at Walt Disney World it kind of thins out after six seven o'clock if the park stays open late you can see that the crowd kind of thins out whereas Disneyland there are tons of people all the way up till clo- I mean this past trip two nights in a row they were closed they were open till midnight and they were babies in strollers all the way up till midnight maybe because it's more local I don't know what it was open till midnight in the in the crowd levels in the streets didn't seem in the streets right? <laughs> yeah. in the in the walkways didn't seem as busy but the attraction wait times were still the same are you forgetting that new orleans square <laughs> that was pretty busy that was really busy actually. but that's cuz phantasmic was going on maybe true yeah but i but don't you you, you agree with me like with disneyland the earlier you get there the better for sure otherwise we got to go on i think we went on uh, our youngest daughter and I, we got to the park. What did it, it opened at 8 o'clock. Right. And it closed at midnight. And we got there at 8.20 maybe. And we got to go on Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, and the Matterhorn in the first 45 minutes. You did do a lot. We did get and to see a lot. Then I was like, okay, I'm okay for the rest of the day. My favorite part about getting there early is was that I got to appreciate seeing Sleeping Beauty's Castle, Toontown, that whole area. I was spinning around in the whole land of Toontown because there was just nobody around us. And I thought that is what I think is the key to getting a really great experience in Disneyland. Whereas if you wait longer, it's too crowded to really appreciate. But again, we also went during Disneyland's 62nd anniversary. D23 had just wrapped up. And so people might have extended their vacation. So it was a little busier, I think, than normal. Well, we went (laughs) for like the trifecta. D23 just got over. It was the 62nd anniversary. And it was the opening day that Fantasmic was re-debuting. Yes, exactly. So between all those three things, there was absolutely no shot of it being slow at night. No, no, not whatsoever. But But anyway. (laughs) But we went twice. So we didn't have the opportunity to... Because you had to make a choice. If you only go one day in Disneyland, you're going to have to make a choice. Do you stroll down Main Street and take some pictures with nobody there? Or do you get on those attractions early? And what we did was we we went to the park twice. So we got to do both. Which was awesome. Right. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's talk about the overlays. Wait a second. You didn't talk about what you were most excited for. Did you? Did I? Maybe not. 
I think just being in Disneyland and just really following Walt's footsteps. And really, I had this time more than before, believe it or not, I was really, maybe because it was the 62nd anniversary, I was imagining what it must have been like the day they opened. And I was kind of picturing myself in a beautiful dress with heels the way they used to wear back in the day. (laughs) And really just kind of being in awe of this place and what those guests must have thought. You know, they didn't know what to expect, really. So I think just being there, I was just really excited overall. Yeah. You know what was cool for me is walking down Main Street. And I don't know why it felt different, but seeing the names on the windows on Main Street in Disneyland felt different to me than in Disney World. Yeah, you did say that to me a few times this this vacation. It felt like yeah. the guys whose names were on the windows were like, I mean, I know they may have visited Disney World, but like they were there in Disneyland. And they yeah. helped create that, and yeah, that's I know. the perfect place for their names on the windows. It just felt special to me. Yeah, I agree with you. If you do, I definitely think you should take the time to really look up at those windows. And like we say with Walt Disney World, slow down and you can do so much and see so much, but it just makes your experience that much better. Right. To really connect the park like that. So overall, I was just really excited. There wasn't anything in particular I wanted to do or was excited about. I just wanted to be there. And like I said, I was really kind of, you know, thinking about what it must have been like. And the girls and I were giggling and laughing of like, there was articles written about how some of the ladies like the high heels were getting stuck in the asphalt because it wasn't quite done yet and there were some hiccups but look i mean even with that those hiccups on opening day look what the park had become so pretty incredible yeah i agree and and, yeah it was it was our second and third time there and i felt a little bit more at home the first time we went I was way out of my element. I didn't know where anything was. was <laughs> you wanted different. to. Yeah. And I, I, wanted, I wanted to know where stuff was. I didn't really. And going back a second and third time, you kind of felt comfortable walking around. Okay, I know where that is. I know how to get to see uh, Fantasmic when it's going off if I'm in Tomorrowland. It's, it's, you got a little bit more familiar with the layout. Well, let me just throw it out there real quick. Even though it was our, I'm going to say second time, I know we, I had such a hard time finding the bathrooms. That what is it? A, that was a thing to have. I just have a cast member every time. <laughs> what is it with Disneyland and bathrooms? We could not find restrooms. They're a little bit more hidden than they are. They're not. They're definitely not in the open like they are in Disney World. Are they in the open in Walt Disney World? I was really kind of trying to... I'm thinking. I, I think they're... I don't know. I think... You know what it is? I think that the, the space in Disney World is bigger. Yeah. And even though there's a ton of people there, they're not as crowded together. So you can kind of get your bearings a little better. But what right. I, I, all I did was I was just like, you know what? I had to go to the bathroom. Every time I had to use the restroom, I would just ask a cast member. It wasn't annoying at all. No, no, no. Where's, <laughs> where's the closest bathroom? And then they just point you in the right direction. Well, it was just they're in places you would never expect, like coming out of Space Mountain, there's a restroom. Or Around waiting. the corner down by the Winnie the Pooh attraction around the corner from Splash Mountain. Yeah. Or how about while you're waiting to get into the Enchanted Tiki Room? Like I never noticed before, but there's a, a restroom right in that queue area. Well, do you know why there's a restroom in there? No. Because that was supposed to be a restaurant. Is that... So, I was, you know, thank you for bringing that up because as I was in the attraction this particular time, I was really trying to picture it as a restaurant. And the attraction itself is really small once you get in, but that whole waiting area is pretty big. So, I can actually... Yeah, now that, that you was, say that. It was originally built to be a restaurant. That's why there's restrooms right there. And then as they go through the process of creating it, I think Roly talked about that in our episode we did with him. I don't know. 
not so much the restrooms, really. No, but, but about it being no. supposed to be a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we touched to- topic a little bit, uh, touched the idea a little bit, but we didn't get too far. Well, that's why it. there's restrooms there. Okay, thank you, Bruce. And now you know. Well, let me just say, make sure you have that park map handy because it's... <laughs> no, you don't need it. Just ask the cast member. <laughs> or the app. Our daughter was always on that app looking for... But she's like, okay, t- keep going. Well, You're no, almost there. It, well, you can use the app, but the Wi-Fi and uh, signal in Disneyland for some reason is the worst ever. <laughs> it is a little bit bad. Yeah, that definitely hinders it a little because we, especially where we all do not want to go over our data. <laughs> yeah, so the Wi-Fi is sporadic at best and the signal itself is not the greatest in the world all right so which is weird because it's not it's dead center in the middle of a city it is dead center so you, i wonder why the the signal itself doesn't work great i don't know okay email them info at no. disneyland <laughs> um so i really want to talk about the overlay and the differences between the attractions with the overlay and what you saw and what you liked better I'm talking primarily of Space Mountain and the Haunted Mansion. It was really cool to be at the Haunted Mansion again this time because we had talked to Roly and it wasn't the overlay. So I really felt like we got to see the attraction as it was originally. And I was really excited about that. Yeah. Not a huge fan of overlays. You're not. But, you know, it makes sense for Disneyland, in my opinion, because there's so many people that are local to Disneyland that visit Disneyland and so it I feel like it would be boring for them if it's the same old same old so this, Listen, you're it's in a, Disneyland get over it that's a good point you're gonna be bored because you're in Disneyland people love the overlay people love the overlay especially the Halloween overlay I like the overlays but I don't like them on the attractions it's because this is why you haven't visited them enough if you have gone to Disneyland and seen the Haunted Mansion as many times as you've seen the attraction in Walt Disney World, maybe that may change your mind. Maybe so. they don't do it in Disney World because people are like us who visit Disney. Like it's, it's a, sometimes people get to go there once, you know, and, and you go there and you want to be able to uh, feel how the attraction was in its original state. And with overlays, it doesn't allow you to do that. So what did you like about it? What was the difference for you? In the Haunted Mansion itself? Yes. I I love the way you enter the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland. The queue is outside, and it's not as great as Disney World. The queue in Di- the Haunted Mansion in Disney World is much better. But you walk in the front door, and it's like you... It's different than it is in Disney World. It's It feels like you're really walking in the front door. It you does. walk like on the porch, and then you go right in the front door. Yeah. And you're in that lobby, and then you walk into the next room, and then it lowers you down, and then you walk onto the attraction, and... Once you open that door from the stretching room to get in to walk down, it really feels like you're in the haunted house. I like how they didn't make the exterior too spooky, actually. I feel like it makes it more interesting that it's a beautiful house and that it makes it even more eerie as you walk up to it. Yeah, I don't know if it was eerie. It felt it didn't really feel eerie to me. Not so much eerie, I guess. It's just it's. It's like you can't wait to see what's inside. Because it fits into the theming of New Orleans Square for sure. No, for sure. But it does not stick out like a sore thumb or no. it doesn't. It just has this like neat, like you know something's going on in there. You know that it's haunted, but you you know, it, you can't really guess from the exterior. It just looks like a beautiful house, maybe like an older house that, you know, once had this rich history. I like that they did that. I know there was some controversy with that and that, 
you know, Walt did not want this dilapidated house in Disneyland. And I think it makes perfect sense because it really is so close to everything. It's not like Walt Disney World, but things are just, there's so much space. So you could set the Haunted Mansion way back in a corner. Here, everything's kind of all centered in one spot. Right. Like when you walk into the queue at Disneyland, you're walking almost to the front and then they you're walking Move forever. You all the way to the left. Yeah, you're walking for quite a bit, which yeah. it makes you kind around of, these zigzags. Yeah, it immerses you in that story. But with Disneyland, everything is kind of in the open. So yeah, then when you get on the ride, have, they have the when you get on the on the on the chairs, they have the cobwebs hanging from the ceilings. It just looks haunted and looks like an old building inside. What do you think about the stretching room and the difference between the one in? Walt Disney World and the one here, like the stretching room is similar. Yeah, I can't feel. I don't feel the difference when you're in there. But th- when you get out of the stretching room, it's a little different. When you walk down that hallway, yes, it is different. Then it it feels more like you're in a house than it does in Walt Disney World. Absolutely. Like I, Walt Disney World, you get out of the stretching room and you can see the cars moving and you, you can know, see the doom line, doom buggies. Yeah, you can kind of see. It's kind of like get in and go. Right. This one, it hides it around the corner, so you walk down the hallway. It feels like you're walking down the hallway of this mansion. I actually prefer that. Me too. I do. I really do. I wish we could take the queue from Disney World and the ride or the attraction from Disneyland and merge those two. Well, the 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 attraction itself is very similar. Yes. That to me is really there was no big difference that I could really see without the overlay and without I just didn't see much change from the two attractions. Although I did see the bulleted glass with the spider on it much more clear. I, I haven't... It's not clear unless you know where it is or to look for it. I don't know. Once I found it, every time we rode the attraction, I saw it. It still it still is like, okay, did I miss it? You still got to go look for it. It's like when somebody points it out, you can never not see it. <laughs> right. But I, I do appreciate this attraction much more now than ever before, especially talking with Roll, just knowing what they were trying to do with it seeing almost like walking out after the stretching room you can almost get that sense of what it would have been like if they did a walkthrough attraction right you kind of get that feeling because it's a far walk from the stretching room all the way up to your doom buggy like the difference in walt disney world is kind of like we said you're kind of right on it right after that you can see it at least right so i kind of like that me too i like i if you had to choose which would you rather i think i'm going to say the Disneyland version. Me too. I really can't believe I'm saying it because I love the Walt Disney World attraction. But I think just being part of this original attraction and seeing it is just there's something really special about it. Totally agree with you. So <laughs> <laughs> what about the beloved Space Mountain? Space Mountain, hands down, Disney World. Would you rather Disney World or Disneyland? And you're going to say Walt Disney World? Hands down. You know what? I am hands down with you. The only thing I like better in Disneyland than the one in Disney World is I do like the corridors that you walk down once you get in to go down to get in the line to get up. Is out of this world. Yeah, I do like that. It feels like you're in like a spaceship. Why didn't I? I don't know if that other trip, if it was just a blur to me or whatever. But like, I didn't fully appreciate the queue in Disneyland the first time we were there and I was kind of in awe the entire time once we got into the issue the one thing I, I must say is the line waiting especially if it's a hot day the lines kind of go on forever outside fast pass it up fast pass it up 
Because in Walt Disney World, you are waiting in a long line. However, you're inside most of the time. For all the time. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's sometimes the line, comes line outside, outside of Disney World. Skip it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even if it's a long line, Walt Disney World is usually not that bad. But in Walt in Disneyland, it's interesting how they have you wait sort of outside, and then you walk through the queue. Kind of, it seems empty. I'm glad though. I do like that. Because the queue is tiny, and I would think I would get a little freaked out if I was stuck in stuck in that line inside the queue with the walls as closed and small as they are with tons of people in front and behind me. And it's a long queue. I'd, like, it's tiny size-wise. I'd much rather size be outside wise. and sweat and walk down that long corridor. You do get to appreciate the story a little more. The only thing I don't like about it is if there's somebody behind me kind of running up, they want to run to the attraction. It. I always have to be mindful of the people behind me or just like allow them to go ahead of us because I don't like rushing through queues like that. I think I like being immersed in the story and seeing, especially only being on this attraction a few times, I like to get the full effect. And yeah. that, once you turn that corridor, like it's a long, windy corridor, and then once you turn it and you see the spacecraft, that's pretty cool. It is cool. So the queue in Disneyland is better, but the attraction itself and... So the attraction I'd say half itself. of the queue. Yeah. And the attraction itself is better in Disneyland. But the ride, the attraction, is better in Disney World. I like in Walt Disney World how it's the seating is one person. Yeah. It's, you know, you're behind two other people or there's two other people behind you. But the rocket ship, it only fits one person. And in Disneyland, you're side by side with someone. I feel like it changes the experience. Plus, I like, I feel like in... Walt Disney World, the actual attraction, it feels more like you're traveling through space. It's because you're alone. Maybe that's why. But in Walt, in Disneyland, the girls did mention they do prefer the beginning scene, right? Just before your rocket takes off. They feel like that has more story and that really makes you feel like you're on a rocket. The countdown. Yeah. But then as soon as that's over, it, there's music that plays that makes you feel like you're kind of in this like psychedelic <laughs> it is 60s music, yeah. 60s music you know 60s comedy show or something so that kind of throws me off i think that's if they change the music it would feel a little different i i, I agree it's with you kind of retro yeah it is a little bit retro and if you come out of the, the attraction and you look at the cast members again their their outfits kind of fit the theme of their that retro I don't remember what Space they Space Age like. theme. I'm going to have to look it up. <laughs> but that's the only difference in my opinion. All ah. right. Would you rather? Disneyland, Disney World, Space Mountain. Disney, Walt Disney World. Me too. Wow. What about Pirates? Let's talk about Pirates a little bit. That's oh, another one that's uh, we can talk about Pirates all day long. Now, before <laughs> we went to Disneyland last time, I said Pirates in Disney. I think I said Pirates in Disneyland. I prefer it over Disney World. And now I'm not so sure. Why is that? I don't know. I feel... I. It was just a hard decision. I like the one in Disney World. And this is going to be... I think this is going to be the hardest one. Like Space Mountain's hands down Disney World. Haunted Mansion, hands down Disneyland. This is a hard one for me to choose between the two. I actually am surprised that you said that because you were, without a doubt, no change in your mind. You always said Disneyland. You preferred that version. Well, I like the queue in Disney World because there is one. Right. That helps. But I like the way that Disneyland has you enter through the bayou. And then exit around the corner. Although it is kind of weird to come off the pirates with everybody kind of staring at you in line. Uh, I don't think so. Well, you're not normal. That's true. So well, you like no. attention. Yeah, right. 
So that's the two things. But you know what? It, this is going to be a hard decision for me to choose. Which one would you? What did you like more? I think I have to say Disneyland on this one. And wow. Yeah. I mean, I I said it before, and I think it just reaffirmed my love for all things pirates. But I do see your point. The queue, there is no queue essentially in Disneyland. So you're outside and. It doesn't really quite feel priority until you're actually on the traction. Whereas Walt Disney World, at least you get that whole overall sense. And I'm super grateful for the queues that are indoors in Walt Disney right. World. It's much cooler. But once we're on the attraction, I love I love seeing the Blue Bayou restaurant. I love being in that. I just feel like that starts the story out so well. And then there's two drops. Like it does that, get you into the mood of the Pirates. It does like... The build up to where you're going does is a little bit better in Disneyland than Disney World. I think so. I th- it's I feel like the Disneyland version is much more intimate. Like I felt closer to a lot of the scenes as yeah. we were as our ship was sailing through than I do in Walt Disney World. It seems further away. The story is just as fun and cool, but it it seems just m- bigger. Right. Whereas Disneyland feels really much more. Like I said, just really intimate. I did notice that Jack Sparrow does not look like Johnny Depp in Disneyland. <laughs> you said that. I think he does. He doesn't. He looks exactly like Johnny Depp in Disney World. They did a better job with that. But in Disneyland, it looks like a weird dude who's trying to look <laughs> like Johnny Depp. They didn't. They, that's that's all you got to say? I don't know. Maybe they just don't want him to look like Johnny Depp when it's old. <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> it's got his voice and it doesn't look like him. It weirds me out a little. <laughs> okay. So you're really going to say Walt Disney World? I think so. Wow. Walt all Disney right. Disney World. So okay. that was two to oh, two Walt Disney World to one Disneyland. Wow. That's it. I'm never going again. <laughs> I was really excited about checking out Finding Nemo Submarine Voyage because this attraction, although named differently, way back when I was a child, was in Walt Disney World. And I have such strong, vivid memories of going into that submarine and really feeling like I was truly part of this voyage. I have to say, the theming on this one, although Finding Nemo, it's cute, I was definitely afraid of yeah, it this time. not a time. fan of the submarine, to be honest with you. I was looking over to our kids and going, what was I thinking? As soon as they closed that hatch, I started immediately starting suffering a, some sort of anxiety. And... I just kind of, yeah. This is a weird ride for me because I wanted to go on it. We didn't get to go on last time. Did now, you really, though? I think you went on it because of me. Like um, I, you, I did, No, I really wanted to go on it. Oh, you did? Part of me wanted to go on it. And now, as the attraction is coming around, I'm like, how the heck am I going to fit on that thing? You started to kind of get into your own panic. First of all, there was a long wait. There was a ton. This is, it is a long wait. It seems like they have a hard time loading people on and off this thing, which, I mean... I don't know. After going on it, I was like, what is it? Is there something that I don't know? Like, is there some sort of the ride that I'm not aware of? Why is that? Because it was kind of boring. Boring? It was fun, but it was boring. And I was, maybe it's because I wanted to get out of there so bad. It's a small boring. space. Boring? You were terrified. All right. I just wanted to get out of there. Yeah. No. It was not boring whatsoever. I think the story is adorable. And while I was briefly having moments of anxiety after they closed the hatch, and I said, listen, Connie, you're on this. It's just you got to put on a brave face. There is two-year-olds next to you that are really excited to be on this. You can't freak them out. Right. So we went on our journey. And I have to say the adventure of this voyage, it was pretty cool. The 
the way they set up the attraction really makes you feel like you're deep undersea on this incredible voyage. But <laughs> I couldn't help but thinking, is this ride ever going to end? Yeah, it was a long ride. It was just, I, I, yeah, it was too real for me. It was too many people. I must have been, I was obviously much smaller back in the yeah, day. Yeah, definitely. The kid next to me was having a blast. He was like <laughs> yeah. a little kid. He was having the time of his life. It is a very cool thing um, to try. If you are at all claustrophobic, please. This is not the attraction This is you. definitely not the attraction Maybe that was what, what it was for me. Is like It sounded good in my mind, and then I got on there, and I was like, this was a mistake. <laughs> this was clearly a mistake. I knew it was a mistake as soon as we hit the, we went around the corner. And, you and there's saw, like, no, once you're on, you're on. Oh, yeah. There's no getting off nope. this attraction. <laughs> I think once you realize you have to kind of walk down these stairs... To get on the attraction and these like winding staircase and then they close the hatch. And then I happen to see where the cast member that drives the submarine sits. I have never seen such a small space in my life. How do they fit on there? There must be like a size restriction for cast members on this attraction. That's because they stand up though. You thought they actually scrunched in there. You could never ride this attraction. No, I don't ever, I'm never going to ride it again. <laughs> I'm not even going near the line. But it's cute, and if you're not afraid of small spaces, it's definitely a fun experience. Very real. I think that's the other part of it for me. It was like the first 10 minutes of it. I don't even know how long it was, to be honest. But the first few minutes, I really, it's 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 real. Like it really makes you feel like you're on a deep voyage in a submarine somewhere. So that combined with, you know, I'm getting older. <laughs> Many things crossed my mind as we were doing this. I just must have been way more brave when I was little. Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> I well, loved, 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 loved this attraction when I was a little kid. So anyway, it was the first thing, you know, probably not going to be. It's going to be a while before I am brave enough to go back on. Next, something that you didn't get to go on this time, which was Splash Mountain. Yes. Um, and I didn't get to go on last time because it was getting refurbished. But I went on this time and what a mistake that was. So it should be called Soaked Mountain. <laughs> yeah, I got drenched. <laughs> drenched Mountain. Like I've been on Splash Mountain in Disney World many, many times. And I don't know if it was just, I sat in the front and it's, no, no, no. It's it became a submarine. Well, you said to the kids, I want to sit in the front. I think that's the best spot because I don't really want to get that I wet. I saw people sit, no, I said I wanted to get wet. Oh, you said you it was wanted? hot. So I'm like, I want to get a little wet. I saw people coming in the front ahead of us and they were like wet, but they weren't drenched. But I didn't look at their pants or their shoes. That was my mistake. So I came off the attraction, and I sat in the front, and I'm a big guy. And our canoe, or loom, what is it called? Sure. Whatever. Became a submarine. (laughs) It literally sunk down underwater, and this wave came over me. And it didn't come over my head. It came over the top of the canoe and soaked my pants and shoes that it did not dry out for three days. I remember that night around 10 p.m. I had a, the biggest smile on my face going on the attraction. And as soon as we went down, it wasn't even the big one. The big one didn't even get me soaked. It was like the mid-sized one before. As soon as we went down that, my smile turned upside down. Your log. I was... just sat there with the pout on my face like I was a 10-year-old <laughs> kid and my popcorn just hit the floor. Yeah. You, and you, I was just down. You did dwell on it for quite a while. I, it's hard not to dwell when you walk around and you're squishing your feet all day. I think somebody had, I don't know, tricked on you, trick playing tricks on you that day. Because who gets that wet on the Matterhorn? I know. 
You went on the Matterhorn and got that wet. I did. I get soaked. <laughs> Who gets you cut off the attraction? Jeez. And the kids couldn't stop laughing because they said, Dad, seriously, there's not anyone else coming out of the line. I sat in the front on that one, too. It was like a tidal wave. I didn't even know there was water on the Matterhorn. Did you forget? I did. But it wasn't, I mean. It wasn't as bad as the, the Splash Mountain, but uh, I'll tell you what. The next day, we went back to Disneyland. The next time, they're like, let's go on Splash Mountain. I'm like, no way. If you read the description on the website about Splash Mountain, it just says you may get wet. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I, my shirt didn't get soaked. Actually, my shirt did get soaked. Well, oh, actually, now that I'm reading it, guests can surely expect to get wet on this attraction, which includes 950,000 gallons of water, three dips, and a massive five-story waterfall did where, it say do not sit in the front seat where you're seated will determine how wet you'll likely get riders in the back may just experience a sudden splash or spray those who opt for the front can expect to get soaked no it did not yeah it says it right here Bruce. Oh. maybe you should read more why didn't i read that before i went on it totally tricked me <laughs> is it i feel like in walt disney world we've been on that hundreds of times you don't get as soaked like it, i don't remember getting you. It wasn't it wasn't the way the water splashed up over the canoe. It was the deluge of water over the front because I was too heavy and it just came over the, it looked like a tidal wave coming over the front of it. <laughs> right sorry. into my shoes. I think it's the shoes part of it. Like if your shoes didn't get wet. Yeah, I would have been total like you could cuz my shirt and pants would my like the back of my pants cuz you it's I don't know, the sun doesn't hit it as great and you yeah. sit down didn't dry quick but the front of my pants and my shirt dried in like 20 minutes you were really bothered by this yeah and but my shoes were wet all day it just bummed me out <laughs> i was a little bummed out i'm, I'm sorry next time sit in the back bring a change of shoes it's, it's yeah socks more like yeah but you really did get soaked on the on the matterhorn bobsleds i know that was too bad i love that ride you gave me a good trick too you told me to uh on that one because my back sometimes gets sore you told me to sit up a little bit and like brace myself and i did that and it was fun i think that is obviously a must-do attraction for anybody going to Disneyland. It's really cool. It's it's cool what kind of technology they had back in the day. Yeah. You know, you think of nowadays, and really they can do anything, what it seems. But back then, you know, they were just starting with this kind of technology and things. And so it's cool. I, I love going on that attraction. But, yeah, key key takeaway is if you kind of suffer from any kind of back issue, maybe skip this attraction or – do what I said and kind of sit up. Don't lean back on your Matterhorn. Embrace yourself it. with your arms in the front. <laughs> Embrace yourself. All right, so up. let's wrap this up and give someone a, uh, let's go over, like, let's give a, a, a rundown of, you know, if someone's going to Disneyland for the first time, what can they do to get, to maybe make it as best the experience as possible? Best experience as possible? Yes. How about the food? Yeah, the, that, well, wait, we didn't even talk about the food. We didn't even talk about the food. All right, let's get into that real quick. Uh- You've got to know where to eat in Disneyland because we didn't do this the last time. We kind of just went there. We brought our own snacks. We kind of did a quick Disneyland trip last time. So this time I really wanted to appreciate the food offerings. While we didn't get to eat at the infamous Blue Bayou, I really felt like the food this at Disneyland was pretty fantastic. And one of them has to be, hands down, my favorite restaurant in any Disney theme park. Any th- Disney theme park? Yes. I absolutely loved the food here. And I don't know if I'm going overboard with this. I think you are setting people's expectations up way too But high. they had two incredible things. So right next to I'm talking about the French Market Restaurant. And this is in New Orleans Square in Disneyland. Where they offer huge amounts, huge portions of food that I absolutely needed and craved in Disneyland. 
you ordered, what did we order that day? I ordered the French dip sandwich. Yeah, I ordered the shrimp po' boy. The I think kid, we ate there a couple times. We did. We shared meals. There's so much they offer. They offer meatloaf, kind of hearty I think food. we got the meatloaf too. Our kids got the meatloaf. So we ordered the meatloaf. I got a shrimp po' boy. I got the beef stew bread bowl another time. You got the, it was like jambalaya and rice. I think we got like one time we ate there for lunch. We got a couple things. And then dinner we went back and ate a couple things. We kind of mixed them all up and ate them. We shared them all. And my favorite, 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 did I say that enough? Yes. Part is right next to it. There's a mint julep bar that offers the mint julep, which is a non-alcoholic version of that mint that southern mint drink. And I keep thinking about when we did the episode on the Grand Floridian. They talked about back in the day when they used to drink mint juleps. And that's kind of where they wanted to transport you in the Grand Floridian. Um, and so you can order the mint julep and pair it with the Mickey-shaped beignets. Which were okay. What? They were good. The mint juleps were really good. It's they were okay. It's a sweet in the beginning. Oh, so here's what you do. They are sweet. So you have to really like a sweet drink. But we ordered a few times <laughs> and the second time was the best because we ordered a separate ice water which is free as of now they still offer you a free ice water at any of the quick service which places. is a good tip if you ever want if you're ever craving a drink and you're thirsty just walk into any restaurant and just ask for an ice water and they mostly have them prepared there and they just hand you a cup of ice water it's pretty quick it is and it's great it was super convenient so we would take a few sips of our mint juleps and then add the ice water in and stretch that drink out and make it less sweet so you really got two drinks for the price of one absolutely it's really really good i have another tip about that ice water by the way if you bring if you bring in some packages like those little lemonade packets you can make your own kind of lemonade. That is a good idea. If the kids get bored of the ice water. <laughs> Which, yeah, I mean, it's, you. It was, the, so, when we were there, it was real hot and humid, so you wanted the ice water. We didn't want to pay all that money for bottled water or bottled drinks. Yeah. We're in Disneyland. I mean, <laughs> we've done a lot. Yes. But I can't believe you said the beignets were okay. They were okay. That's it? They were warm and Mickey-shaped. They were what? good. They were good. <sighs> but the, the, the mint julep was better than I expected it to be. At first, you're like, let's get a mint julep. I'm like, oh, what? You were not... Quite not, into it. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, that looks pretty good. And then I drank it. I'm like, you know, it's a little bit sweet, but let me add a little bit. Oh, man, that's great. So good. That was my whole thinking process right there. What about your beef stew and your bread, bread bowl? The, the guy must have seen that I was hungry <laughs> or you gave him an extra couple dollars. I winked, actually. He filled my bread bowl. I looked at him and said, he hasn't eaten for a while. Wink. Yeah. I think I got a bread bowl before and he didn't even fill it up to the top. And I was a little bit disappointed. This guy was like, all right, this guy looks hangry. <laughs> Fire, uh, Fantasmic's about to go. I'm going to give him a meal. And he like filled my bread bowl up so it was overflowing. I gave the guy a high five. So happy. It like made my night in my squishy shoes. <laughs> One thing that we did do that was pretty fun, instead of ordering everybody ordering their own separate dish, we kind of had three or four dishes and we kind of all shared. It helps because we have young kids. They don't necessarily eat that much. And But they do prefer more of an adult menu. Even our littlest one. They do have things like uh, um, macaroni and cheese on this menu. But it, macaroni and cheese is a funny thing. Like this one is a little bit too cheesy for her taste. Right. It was a little bit too much. So she didn't really like it. And so the next time we went, we were a little bit wiser on what to order. And so I thought that was a good idea. Because we, we all were very full. and But everyone sort of got what they wanted and not spent a lot of money something that looked fantastic that we didn't get a chance to get because how much can you eat in one day you can eat a lot but <laughs> well you can but it's expensive oh yeah the the corn dog looked really good at disney world i mean disneyland yeah that 
Where was where were those? Right I next f- to the the golden horseshoe. Okay. Yeah, I kind of regret not ordering a hand dipped corn dog because I mean they really looked pretty amazing. You should have got your hand dipped corn dog and then went inside the golden horseshoe and watched the show. Which I think that has to be hands down my best memory or one of my best memories of Disneyland this particular trip. Being inside the Golden Horseshoe this time really brought me back to the good old days. I really felt like I was in some place where people were dancing and having a good time. And then I remember seeing photos of Walt Disney and Lillian celebrating their anniversary in that in that venue. And it really was interesting to me to be part of that this time. Like really feel like he was there. And on the stage, you can see the handles where he climbed down. Right. And, and maybe we can link that part of the show notes. But he had a whole party there. And he kind of, he he climbed down to the from the balcony down to the stage. and But you can see where the handrails are. But when he did it, it didn't look like there was anything. Right. I don't know if they put those there after or whatever. But you got a corner seat. You kind of got like a corner we went in there to take a break, and I ended up getting a couple ice creams and a root beer float for the kids. And you got a corner table. Like if you look, if you go in the Golden Horseshoe, you can see in the two corners on the bottom floor. You can sit in there. Yeah, no show going on, and you can kind of just get a feel for what it would be like to be, you know, a special guest at the Golden Horseshoe. You definitely felt like you were a special guest. And so that was a great experience that I remember from that. You could sit there when there's a show going on. You just can't sit up in the upstairs one. Oh, okay. The upstairs is, it says cast members only where Walt and Lillian were sitting. If you look at older pictures, um, they have right now, it says cast members only. But I like the atmosphere there. And I did take some pictures that we did. We were there. We got to see a show. Yeah, it was a cute show. It was a really cute show. And it's a cool place to hang out and cool off. I just like it. It's really nostalgic in there. And I think that's got to be my be- one of my favorite memories is sitting in there, enjoying, sharing, and enjoying an ice cream with the kids and feeling special. Yeah. It does make you feel like you're in the olden days. So really quickly, because really, really quickly, okay. I have to talk about the new Fantasmic show. Oh, yeah. Because I forgot all about that. Everybody, I know we're going probably way over in time here, but I have to talk about it. It was gone for a while. When we were there for the 62nd anniversary, they were debuting the show. So there was all a massive crowd waiting. And we said, "Eh, should we watch it? Should we not? The massive crowd is an understatement. Let's skip it and go on the attractions while everybody's watching it. How different can it be? We've seen Fantasmic in Hollywood Studios a bunch of times. Okay. Even though every cast member said we have to watch it. Even though every cast member, everybody we've talked to said we should see it. Anyways, we go on the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction, which was a five-minute wait. We walked on. And as we were exiting the Pirates of the Caribbean, the show is happening. And my jaw was literally to the ground. Yeah. I did not expect to see what I saw. I don't know what the old Fantasmic in Disneyland looked like because we didn't see it. But this one was mind-boggling. The pirate ship, they did a whole scene. We were actually walking out of the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction in the perfect time because the scene where the pirate ship goes down and around the lake and they were having this fight scene and there was pirates everywhere. I think we videoed a little bit of it. I did. I don't know if... I think I might have did an Instagram Live with it. Well, I have to say, you should probably wait and see it. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> And then we, I think we walked up on the back of the stairs kind of when you walk across from the Haunted Mansion. There was like a little spot there. And 
the cast members were pretty nice because I don't think you're supposed to wait in the walkway, but I was stopping to do the Instagram live and he kind of just let me hang out and watch it. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a show you want to go check out. You got to line up early. They Disneyland is is similar to Walt Disney World where they want to keep the walkways free. However, I feel like they're even more strict because it's such a small park that they yeah. really have limited space. So if you do want to see Fantasmic, which I think you should, you've got to get there early and line up and get your spot. Because if you think you're just going to walk by and then all of a sudden go... Oh my gosh, we should watch this. You're not going to have a spot. No, you're going to get trampled. You're going to get trampled. They're not going to let you stand around. So just keep that in mind. But definitely check it out. I loved it. So overall experience of Disneyland, I give it two thumbs up as usual. It's awesome. I, I loved my experience there. It was great. Even though it was really busy, um, there's only there was only a couple times where the busyness got to me. I think so too. And I think it was expected, especially since it was the 67th anniversary and... The expo had just finished. I think overall, I kind of anticipated the... I, I kind of had a feeling it would be crowded, but yeah. it wasn't too bad. The one thing that I really loved was getting to see Main Street Electrical Parade again. That, of course, has left Walt Disney World, and I we got to see it again now in Disneyland. And that, to me, is an, a very nostalgic, a very special parade that brings me back to that little girl. So I was really grateful to get to see that for what I think would be the last time. Um, really got to appreciate that. One really cute story is when we were leaving the attraction. Did I mention this on the podcast the last time? I can't remember. But when we were exiting the park, we were watching the end of the parade. I was looking at I was looking at Walt's uh, the fire station where Walt's apartment was and kind of looking up and looking at the light. And then to the left their city hall and all of a sudden there was a light that flicked on i thought oh somebody's up there and as we got closer it was marty sklar's window which i thought was really cool and a really great way to end the night yeah and i was kind of looking for marty's window and i didn't know where it was and and i probably would have never found it if that light didn't come on at that particular moment it it was like that moment it was almost like meant to be which who was up there by the way i don't know but i want to get to know them (laughs) (laughs) you should have go knocked on the window although it was my window i don't think you could reach that high i don't think so but I, that was a special memory for me. But it was a great trip. I enjoyed myself. What do you think the kids liked the most? Um, I think they liked Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, and Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Amazing. Is without words. It's a, that's, a, that's just an amazing attraction. Amazing. Like I, it's Again, some, it's another one of those attractions where you kind of wonder why they don't let you wait inside more. I get it, though. I think that if you waited inside the corridors in there in the actual queue, in an event of an emergency, it was going to be really hard to get people out. That's true. But But it was a cluster. Like, there was – it went down for a little bit when we were there, and we had fast passes, and the fast pass line is just enormous. The fast pass is enormous, but don't let it – it's deceiving. It seems like it's never-ending, and I almost didn't – I almost wanted to skip the attraction. I thought, that's the fast pass – Line, forget it. You know what's funny? If you go to Disney World a lot and you go to Disneyland, you're like, what is going on here? I wonder if people from Disneyland go to Disney World and they're like, wow, these guys, get their, they, they got it together over here. <laughs> yeah, it's so much different. Because it's not like... There's no waiting. Seems, yeah, It seems there. like when an attraction goes down or it's a, it's a long line, 
it seems in Disneyland like it's a little bit chaotic. Yeah, even the cast members, like everyone is kind of frantic a little bit. I don't know what to do. There's so many people. You got to wait over there. The Fast Pass attraction's over there. It's just like a little bit chaotic, but they do have it together. No, no, I see what you mean, but I think it's because it's the waiting outside thing, especially like I said, with Indiana Jones and I saw the Fast Pass line, I thought, there's no way we're going to go on this. Like, I don't even want to wait. But then it moved on, it moved along quickly and swiftly and you were in the attraction in less than a few minutes. So it's very deceiving. And I think it's because the way they have the queue set up. So it's mostly waiting outside, which is also the walkways. Right. Which makes it seem way more crowded than it actually is. And I think that's the difference. So when things happen there. It's, it's all in the open. It's all in the open. It's a little more, right, deceiving. Then when you actually go on the attraction, it's. There's nobody in there. They're like the queue when they let you in, the finally let you in. You're kind of there. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool. Well, this was a really long episode. Was it? It's like an hour long. I really wanted, I was talking about what I thought the kids like, and I really want to have them on the show, and I really want to hear their opinion next Maybe time. Maybe we should do, we'll see. We asked them. We asked them a bunch of times, and they said no. They denied us. <laughs> they denied us. They said, you know what, Mom, Dad, we're good. <laughs> Well, maybe this time they, they well, might. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll make it. I think what they said is we'll, we'll, they'll come on if we pay them. That's true. <laughs> Donations, please. We'll get them on. <laughs> right. That'll be the next episode, possibly. All right. But if you want to check us out on our live show, facebook.com forward slash unlocking the magic on Facebook. Also, thanks to our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. If you're going to, I know the show is about Disneyland, but if you're going to Disney World anytime soon and you need some strollers for the little ones while you're on vacation, check out kingdomstrollers.com. They'll drop it off at your resort or your hotel, and then you can use it your whole vacation. And when you're done, they pick it up right from where they dropped it off. So that was kingdomstrollers.com. Thank you so much to them for you know, helping us support the show for this. They've been a sponsor of our show for a while, so go check them out over there at the website. Really cool. On Instagram, we are Unlock the Magic. On Twitter, we are WDW Unlock the Magic. Yes, we and are. Someone said you should have a D23 packing list. Yeah. I, you need a Disneyland packing list, a D23 packing list, and you have a Disney World packing list. I am working on all three. Actually, the Walt Disney World packing list is being edited to, as we speak. Yeah. You should do like a package deal. Like a package one deal? One is free, but if you want all three, you got to pay. Someone also had a great idea. <laughs> Someone also... Well, That's no. the entrepreneur and me talking there. Okay. I'll work on it. How about that? Yeah. Okay. What were you going to say? I was going to say... I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say. But. Go check us out on unlockingthemagic.com. That's our website. That's where you can get Connie's packing list. All kidding aside, it is free. Go download that over there if you head to Disney World. It's everything that we've forgotten over our bunch of trips that we've gone. And uh, you can download that for free. <laughs> yeah. Our forgetfulness is there to help you. Yes. So okay. thank you so much for listening to this episode. Subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher Radio if you're just listening to this now. And uh, we'll see you on Monday night. I feel like there's, even though this was a really long show, there's still so much I need to talk about on our recent trip to Disneyland. Well, we're so. going to do another show inside our Facebook group. So if you want to join us on Patreon uh, during the week, we're going to talk. There's like four shows that we're going to do over there inside the Facebook group. So go go check that out too and you can get all the extra bonuses there. Sounds good. All right? All right. We'll see you. Bye, everybody.